Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Problems. New research shows heart failure related deaths are on the rise in the U.S. in people between 35 and 64. Researchers think a rise in obesity and diabetes could be contributing factors. Over 5.5 million U.S. adults have heart failure. The study is published in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. A million plant and animal species face extinction. A new United Nations study says humans have altered the natural world at a rate unprecedented in human in history. Biodiversity Report Chair Sir Robert Watson says it only confirms what scientists have been saying for more than 30 years. Biodiversity is important in its own right. Biodiversity is important for human well-being and we humans are destroying it. Global warming now added into the mix, adding to a decline in wildlife, insect and plant growth. Health Update, Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome to Couch and the Room. Welcome to Couch in the Rube, our hump day show, Wednesday show, absent 10 miles. we got to get him on hump day. That's got to happen, Jason Nick. Yeah, you keep saying that. Yep. You have the connections. i got to work on 10 miles. Graham Couch here along with Jason Nick. Couch in the Rube here on the Spotlight Radio Network. And uh, we put out a couple uh, Twitter poll questions this morning. One of them was brought to uh, you by a listener yesterday. And we're going to get into this discussion a little bit. If the Lions and Tigers both became regular contenders and won championships, once the novelty of a Lions title wore off, which team would eventually own the hearts and minds of Detroit sports fans? And thanks to David Jackson for that yesterday. Um, the options are Lions. It's not close. Hard to say and to picture. The Tigers by a hair. And this is fantasy nonsense. And after 351 votes so far, 51% Lions, 9% hard to say, 13% Tigers, and 27% Fantasy Nonsense. Also, you can vote on that at Couch in the Rube on Twitter. Also, um, what is the sports fantasy or professional athlete life plan you held on to for a little too long? And For example, I, when I was probably 14 years old before I realized I wasn't going to replace John Elway, be an NBA shooting guard, or uh, win Wimbledon, that sort of thing is what we're looking for. Some good responses already. Uh, we'll get into... Uh, that discussion 
Should P. Rose be in the Hall of Fame? It's that time of year that we do the P. Rose? that time of year. That time because of year. I think we've done this question. When I, you told me about this yeah. Twitter. I thought we've done this, or maybe Probably. it was a Twitter question. So, This is going to be my first offseason doing um, – so I'll tell people flat out, like May and June, least favorite months. Hate these months. Hate I, my job these two months. Weather's good. Nope, don't like it. Well, I don't mind the weather. When I was in Kalamazoo, I tried to convince my boss, my editor, to let me work on the loading dock, um, you know, where they do the, you know, the papers and all that stuff. Uh, clearly, I know all the technical terms. I would have been a great employee. But to let me work in the warehouse loading dock area of the paper in June and May, May and June, and then take July off and then start up as a writer. So I get I get burned out, and there just isn't as much stuff, and you just need a break, and it becomes the hardest two months because there isn't obvious stuff to react to all the time. There's some stuff I'm working on. There's some bigger stuff. There's some stuff that interests me, but it's not the ready-made stuff for you, and it's the same in in, in sports talk. So we are gonna we are gonna find time to make this a really cool summer show, and. Um, we talked about that before. So you would rather work on a dock huffing papers for t- than try to find a story to write about? Just for two months. I love my job, but have, I get burned out. Have you ever out. done that? I've worked in a warehouse. I've driven a truck. I know hard labor. Yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy that aspect of it. I enjoy, I don't want to say mindless work, but I enjoy physical labor work. And it also makes you appreciate going back to the other stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean. Since I've done those jobs as well, like I would rather just go find any story I could. I mean, people, you know, guys, people email you guys stories or story topic ideas or, hey, my uh, nephew's doing this, right? No question. I think it's partly this. It, 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 it is, the, the business has totally changed. When I was coming up, and even as recently as 10 years ago, in fact, in 10 years ago, when I was in Kalamazoo, I, I briefly looked at taking the Michigan State beat over for Booth. And decided not to do it didn't happen but at the time I went on the interview for it and Booth Newspapers is Grand Rapids Kalamazoo all that stuff with the person who was technically in charge of me uh, out of Grand Rapids I was telling her about all these off-season plans I had and all these things and she said whoa 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 whoa, whoa. that's great but the off-season's your time as recently as 10 years ago being, you know, if you were covering a beat or, or you were heavy on a, on a, a, a if, you know, like my job, which is very in, intense amount of workload for eight months, you were like a school teacher. Yeah, you'd cover a few Tiger series for the chain or you'd do something like that. So the job's changed in that regard. You used to be able to check out a little bit mentally. The ability to check out, now you, you May and June is about, okay, that's great. We can't quite keep the same pace, but we need to keep the same digital metrics. So... What do you have? What can we do? And it's a it's a more exhausting type of work. I absolutely hate these two months. And it would be a lot easier, especially I mean, for this show, if the Tigers were better, if they were interesting, if they had players day in and day out to follow, or 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 if the Pistons or Red Wings would simply get their ass in the playoffs beyond the you know and beyond help. the first round. Like we we are in a dearth of, of Detroit sports, and now we are out of the two the 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 the, the four teams that have carried. This show and this state, frankly, are Michigan and Michigan State football and basketball. And it really speaks to, I mean, your job, if you are, like I used to always say the Tigers, one job, one job. They don't have to do anything but 
get to football season being relevant. They have to play meaningful baseball games in August. If they fall out of it, then that's fine. Nobody gives a crap. I was watching a show this morning. I was watching Get Up with Mike Greenberg. And I actually liked the show with Jalen Rose and Zach Lowe on. I liked the, the, the and they had Buster Olney on. They hadn't had him on forever. And it was a short segment. And then they apologized. Like, they, a no-hitter happened last night. It was like segment 12. And they had their lead baseball guy on for about 30 seconds. And they went back to rehashing NFL stuff and basketball. That's where baseball is in this country. Nationally. I mean, and that was his second career no-hitter. Yeah, no-hitter last night for Mike Fires, former Tiger, mm-hmm. who had, uh, did it with the Astros last time, and it was, it was in Oakland. is in Oakland now, and, and, and no-hit the Reds. It's an indictment on baseball right there. And it, again, but how long should you do on a no-hitter, though? Should it be two segments? Right. I mean, you have your baseball guy on, you, you do it, you hit it, and the NFL, it's honestly, it's, the offseason's more interesting. And, and frankly, the NBA offseason is really interesting too. It oh, will yeah. be this year. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not saying there. There are certain things working against baseball naturally, but this is where it bites them that they do have these um, lack. The lack of salary cap, the lack of competitive balance, certain places, the lack of hope in most markets. Like I don't think there's one team in the AL Central is competing for anything. So somebody's obviously going to win the title. But I think the Indians are thinking about trading Bauer. Like, aren't they going to win the division? Why would they do that? Like, so I, I was looking at the Tigers' record the other day, and they were like fifteen and sixteen. I'm like, this division is so bad. Some team like the Tigers might win it. And the over/under win totals for the Tigers, I, I kept saying, hammer the under, hammer the under. But I'm looking at their schedule. They don't play anybody ever. There's nobody good on their schedule. They just play these constant teams like them in this crummy, crummy division. But the lack of hope, baseball's got to do something about that. And that's where the NFL has it down, right? The fact that, yeah, in, in, in a baseball world, the Lions would not be interesting going into next year. Instead, what do you have for what do you have next year with the Lions? You have hope, right? And you always have hope. When's the Sal- last time? Salary cap. Yep. Salary cap creates hope. And it creates parity overdone sometimes and some frustration on that front. But you have hope. The NBA, but if you have an owner that wants to spend in, in Major League Baseball, that, that gives you hope. I mean, if you want to spend in baseball, you can create a can winner. Win. That's yeah. the other problem. When you have an owner who says, we're not going to spend like that. Like, championships in baseball are, are not anything but decisions. You want to spend $300 million a year on payroll? You can be a contender. Baseball's got a lot of issues with that. They've also got the issue that Sometimes the regular season doesn't translate at all into the postseason. Uh, a la the 2006, you know, Tiger, the, like the Tigers should have a World Series win. So you go, here's the problem you have in a market like this. You went 12 years where the Tigers were really relevant. And I think three of those years, they probably at some point were the best team in baseball. 2006 at the end, the way they were playing. Um, 11 and 13, if I have the years wrong, I'm sorry. But there, you know, there, there were like three years in there where, not only were they competitive all the time and relevant, but they're the best team in baseball. They don't win a World Series. So you get a market like this where you get 12 years that doesn't actually happen, and now there's very little hope, and there's, uh, an owner is not going to spend again like that. And even if they do, maybe they won't win a title again. Like, that's hard to, you know. But if you offer that up to any fan base, listen, there's going to be 12 years 
You're going to be relevant. You're going to be a contender. But there's going to be six years of futility. You're going to be awful. You I take think it. any fan base would take that. Yeah, you just the problem is you're in like year two of six right now. Hey, I'd still take it all day. And, and, and frankly, it's not the Tigers' fault. It's not their turn. This is on the Red Wings and Pistons right now. It's absolutely. And then it's on the month of May. And it's is on, it, though? I mean, the Tigers haven't won a World Series since 84. I mean, the Red Wings and Pistons have at least brought a championship. Right, but I'm saying they gave us 12 straight years. We just, we, we, but we just talked about this. You just said you'd, you'd sign up for the 12 years. Sure, but you said it's, on the, it's not on the Tigers at all. It's, no, it's on the Tigers. It's on all of the teams. Because if, you want, if you're going to charge those prices, we've always talked about that, you're going to charge those prices and you want people to pay attention. You better win. And, yeah, you have to put a contender on the field. And, and like the Cabrera contract, it acts like it's a bad contract. No, it's not. There's no salary cap. There's no bad contracts in baseball. You can spend whatever you want. If you can afford it, there's no, there's no such thing as a bad contract in baseball. You can pay utility infielder $300 million. If you got more money, just keep spending. I'm not saying that makes sense. What, you know what I mean, though. There is no A bad contract happens in football. A bad contract is Kirk Cousins. That's a bad contract. Well, it's the... It's, it's the overpaying the, the good... It's, it's paying the good quarterback great money in the NFL. It's a bad contract. There's no bad contract in baseball. Because if you pay Kirk Cousins... Twenty-four million a year in, in in baseball, and then you realize, you know what? He's just average. That's true. Then you could just go pay another quarterback twenty-four million. There are bad contracts in baseball. I mean, the ten-year deals when guys are twenty-seven years old, and they teams know the guys aren't going to be productive in the you know the latter part of that. But when there's you're no, thirty-six, thirty-seven. But that's all right. That's what you pay for, I guess. There's no ramifications to it, right? It hurts your pocketbook, but yeah, no. There's no salary cap, so yeah, it doesn't hurt your the end game. But I mean, you can't get rid of Miggy though. There's no getting rid of him, so it kind of hurts your team a, a little bit because you can't get rid of a guy like that. I mean, are you going to sit there and pay him not to play? I don't know. The Pistons are still playing Josh Smith. That's against the cap because you can't. He's not until he's dead money. Until you can trade him away. I mean, the Pistons are like Josh Smith was like the third highest guy on the Pistons a year ago, something like that. It's ridiculous. But see, why not pay a guy like Verlander that kind of money? Because at least every fifth day, it gives the fans a reason to come out and watch. I, I mean, mean, are you going to come out and watch Miggy? What did they get for Verlander? Verlander, the Verlander trade. Not sure. Hold on one sec. Let's let's get some Hoff. All right. So they got three top prospects for him, is what the headline says. I'm trying to remember who the three were. Uh, right fielder Franklin Perez, outfielder uh, Daz Cameron, and catcher Jake Rogers. So Which are Hall of Famers. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, yeah. I mean, as long as as long as two of those guys are major leaguers and one's a star, then it was worth it. But that's what has to happen in a trade like that. And and I get you got to rebuild. You got to get guys back for it. I, I, I mean, it, it, and, and the one thing about Verlander is because he was so torn on whether he would leave, I think that's why people still enjoy watching him when, when with the Astros. Like, there is a connection with Verlander. He was there the whole 12 years, and even when it was time to go, he still loved Detroit enough not wanting to not want to go. He's a guy who's married to Kate Upton who didn't want to leave Detroit. We can all appreciate that. 
You know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? Because you're married to Kate Upton that you shouldn't live in Detroit? No, I just feel like that's the guy who winds up in Hollywood. I want to play for the Angels or Dodgers, man. I want to be in New York. Well, yeah, because your chick tells you to do that. Right. Like Kate Upton would be like, yeah, listen, my career's in New York. Like Verlander is the, the alpha dog in the relationship. I appreciate that. Not that I'm saying that's the way, but what I mean is his career is. is I don't know. I've seen some pictures out there. I don't know if he's really the alpha dog. Yeah, that's probably wrong. But I mean, you can't really blame a guy. Just because you make more than Kate Upton does doesn't mean does that mean you're alpha? I don't know. Yeah, I, I probably still the wrong. To, you still listen to what she says. Wrong terminology. Didn't. Uh, but it's, what I mean it's is, 2019, Graham, you need to apologize. I'm not apologizing. Come on, I'm done apologizing. Um, but it, but it is. You just you know what I mean. Like the Kate Upton thing happens, you figure this guy wants to get to New York or L.A. Instead, he's torn on leaving Detroit, goes to Houston. But my modeling career. But and, and, and the other thing I love Kate Upton is you never heard like whispers from Kate Upton like Kate Upton would rather be in LA or New York or let's let's get Verlander out of you know what I mean? We, do yeah, you because have, her husband's making thirty million dollars a year. What does it matter? And by the way, you can go do your modeling thing or go to you know no doubt. But you have there, private jets. There are people who are more petty that would have done that. I think she's probably pretty cool. Sure, that's what I'm saying. Speaking of what wives, a, what a woman standing by her man. Well, speaking of makes thirty five mil of wives of, of players. Interesting thing going around the net. Interesting show. The net. The net. The interwebs. <laughs> the interwebs. Steph uh, Steph Curry's wife was on a program where he, she talked about the groupies and the um, Alicia Curry and just the the insecurity she has and. Not feeling desired by other men. It was a kind of a weird show, actually. Did you watch the clip? I did. How long did you make it? I made it through the whole clip, and then I watched an extended version later. Another thing. Of course you did. But yeah, but I like that stuff, man. If I was not here right now, if I didn't have a job, I'd be home watching The View or something. Is one of the worst shows ever. And then not only after The View, there's a show called The Talk. There's like three shows in a row where it's just women around a, a table, yapping. My mom watches those shows. Yeah, I don't. They're think, the worst. Yeah, they're not. They're actually not very good. The sometimes, worst. sometimes the view is okay. No, no, it's not. I'll Man. be honest. I haven't. I haven't seen the view in a couple of years. It's not really fit <laughs> Who my schedule. Who just defends the view blindly? <laughs> I have the clip right here. It's forty-five seconds. All right, let's, let's, let's see how long we can go. Okay. Ladies around y'all men. <laughs> how do you deal with that? Stefan is like very nice by nature, and he's very talkative. He's just like you. He gets it from his mama, and so, like, everything's always, like, very, very friendly, and sometimes to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm a grown woman, so I'll just insert myself and be like, hello, how are you doing? Right. Like, I'm, I'm okay with it now, and I've, I've, obviously, you know, like, the oh devil is a liar, and there's always, like, the ladies will always be lurking. Right. Hoping, yeah. hoping for their moment and waiting. You need to be aware of that. Right. But for me, oh. I... I on, I honestly hate it. I don't even know what she's talking about. Uh, well, she's talking about the groupies. The Clippers is... Uh, you trust your husband. You trust him. That's the bottom line. Red Table Talk is the show. If you could handle a 45-second clip. I mean, I know Steph Curry's supposed to be different, but I wouldn't trust any of these guys. I've just seen two... I mean, this is a traveling orgy in the NBA. LeBron? What do you mean? Trust trust LeBron? 
Why would I trade? He's been married to, to his uh, high school sweetheart as well. You think LeBron's cheating? I think LeBron didn't just want to go home to Cleveland from Miami. I think that was a wife-driven move. You're That's saying right. the wife, Savannah James, told him to go back to Cleveland. I'm saying she wanted him out of Miami. Why did these guys get married, by the way? Oh, it's, it's the dumbest like, thing I understand ever. if you want to have kids. I never understood that with Tiger Woods. But, I mean, why would you pass up? Because, seriously, with your high school sweetheart, you've been with one woman, and you make it a one-in-a-billion chance you're an NBA superstar. And I get it. You know, it's got to get old. Believe me. As a guy that knows, the summer of Jason. <laughs> it, it gets old after a while. You, you know? mean the women throwing Ga- themselves at yeah, you? Yeah, gallivanting around. Yeah. You know, going to bars and women throwing themselves at you. But how many women have actually thrown themselves at you in your day? Totally. What do you consider throwing yourself? Like you're, you're just out and you, they're, they're, it's, it's just obvious and it is, it is this, you can do a, a handful, a handful. I'd like to meet these sad women. We should have them on the what? air. <laughs> they are, uh, I will say they all had one thing in common. Sadness. No, they were crazy. Oh, they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Something wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like when I was covering junior college basketball, and there were a few women that were like the groupies for this junior college basketball team. Yeah. And you're like, God. And then you'd, you'd speak to them, and you'd realize, yep, there's just something off in the head. Well, well, see, the majority of them, I was in really good shape in my mid-20s till around 29, right? So that attracted the crazies. So when you mean throwing themselves at you, yeah, I've had a couple. I've had about a handful. And it never worked out. It never like led to a relationship right. or anything like that. But yeah, but I mean, you know, there's. I mean, look at the uh, Stanley Cup playoff games. I mean, you see women behind the the bench. They're like porn stars, and they got their boobs hanging out and stuff. You know, but I mean, it's just if you want to have, I guess the, some of these guys want to have kids. You know, to look, have, I take I, on if, their legacy, but I mean, why you can't have kids? I, I I totally get if you want. Like, I'll give you an example of a guy I really respect who who did it this way. A guy named Jerome Harrison, who played for the Lions briefly. Uh, actually, had to retire with a brain tumor, and was very fortunate that he was with uh, that he had settled down and was with a woman who really cared for him and during a very difficult time. By then, so I met his future wife when he was in college. And he had played. He had grown up in Kalamazoo, went to Washington State, led the nation in rushing in 2005, pre-Mike Leach. I'm doing this piece on him, and he's engaged to this woman, or I think they're engaged, before the draft. And then I go see him at a preseason game in Cleveland right at the beginning of that year. And I asked him how his fiancé was doing. And he was like, whoa, 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 Graham, is that recorder on? What's going on? He goes, no, nah, I, you know, I, he goes, I'm a 5'9 runt, and women are throwing themselves at me. It's basically what he told me. I can't be married right now. But he had the decency. He, told, he basically told her, I am a 5'9 runt, and women are throwing themselves at me. I am going to take advantage of this. So he respected her enough. I mean, you can say he disrespected her, but enough to say, we're not going to be together until I get this out of my system. And like, Four years later, they were married. He was like, nah, I, she was the best woman in my life that, by far. This is what I wanted. But he at least, like, you know what drove me nuts, too? And, and this is, again, guys like you and I and most men in this world never uh, experienced this. But 
I didn't like Kirk Cousins for this. I didn't like Tim Hiller when I covered in Western Michigan. I don't like the overly Christian Division One quarterback who's saving himself. Like you show Tim up, Tebow. On, you show up on a campus to be a Division One quarterback on a Big Ten or on a state school campus. You're the quarterback, and I think you have to live everybody else's fantasies, man. And any guy that you pray to would probably tell you, "Oh, I'm like, what are you doing?" Jesus will pistol whip Kirk Cousins <laughs> when he gets there. Because he did not take advantage of that time in his life. Pistol whip. And then I'll let him in and say, thank you, and you're, you're one of the best people I know. But uh, it, there, there will be a moment where he's like, dude, seriously, just don't, you know. We And that was one of the reasons why I hated Tebow. You know, his whole God game thing and, like, he was saving himself for marriage. I've never understood that. I actually worked with a, a young lady who actually waited till marriage to consummate have the sex and I was like what how do you know I mean what if I mean that's a lot of pressure on the guy by the way or whoever is the virgin right you imagine that it's a lot of pressure on your wedding night I'm just saying and the guys that smoke weed I I, I'm pro weed I enjoy it but if it's a you know if it's going to get you banned I don't understand these guys that get themselves out of the league with weed just wait retire at 31 and smoke all the weed you want have the kids then Settle down then. Why would you want to settle down? I mean, I can understand. You meet someone that you, your head over heels with, I get it. But, man. Now, if it happens, it happens. I just, uh, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of these guys, like we talked about Verlander with Upton. I mean, he probably played the game a little bit, right? On the road. And then he meet Kate Upton. Boom. I get that. That's cool. I get that. But these guys, right out of high school. Hell, divorced Doug. He was... Married to his high school sweetheart. Look at now we have a divorce Doug segment. You know, I mean it's well. Look at Dwayne Wade, and that didn't obviously go well. And it was a nasty divorce and a high school sweetheart. He had a kid with her, and all, you know, but and now what? What Gabriel Gabrielle Union? Boom. How do you? I mean, what? But you have your pick. Like I mean, especially if you're like a musician or a basketball player or a football player, you have your pick, man. Musician is the best. And, and I think your best chance of having a marriage work, and again, this has not come from any experience of having any groupies or anything. I, I did wait till I was 36 to get married. Did you ever have a girl throw, throw herself at you at a bar? I mean, I, your wife doesn't listen. It's fine. Define throw yourself. That's what you defined <laughs> yeah. it for me. Yeah, I don't. That's what I mean. Like her coming up to you, her starting the conversation. Yes. Okay. See, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've not always been this round mound of rebound. At one point, I was, you know, <laughs> I was a, was a decent-looking guy hey, in his listen, late you 20s. Can, you can get lucky. It, it happens, man. Yeah, no, you hope know, was you, high and life worth living, man. I, I was, was shocked, believe me, the last time, and it happened during the summer of Jason, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait a minute. She, like, heard our conversation and came over and sat next to us. I was, And the best thing is I can give advice to guys out there that are single. And it sucks. And I told Divorce Doug this, too, is you have to ignore them. I ignored her all night. And she loved it. It was crazy. I don't understand it. Girls love jerks. I was not trying to be a jerk. I really wasn't intentionally doing it. I just wasn't in the mood. I wasn't really in the mood to talk. The two guys I were with, like they were having the conversation. They were doing all the legwork for me. And I just was ignoring her on my phone. That's what you have to do. It ain't really a fair world. 
It's but, not. Well, and you know what? Believe me, I've done the nice guy role, and I, all, of all the times, of all the dates I've been on, the tender stuff, when I was a jerk, that was when I was lucky. That was when I was in. When I was nice, like, ah, just not my type. Well, there's also a certain age where it changes for women, and, and we've, I've talked about this before with the about 28. Like, if you, when I was in college, there were, I found women, there were two types of women, those who liked guitar players and those who liked ambitious guys. And I hated women who liked guitar players because I couldn't play the guitar, but I was the ambitious type. I tried. I bought a guitar. And about when, when, later, in my, you know, when I turned 30 or so, and, you, you know, more of the women you're around are in their late 20s, and it's, it's all changed. They're all about, and you realize at that point, and, and that's, that would be my advice too. If you're a college guy and there's a guy, well, that guy playing the guitar, he's still going to be making 12 grand, and he's still going to be the same dude when he's t- 28 years old. You sound like a bitter guy. Can't I'm just telling guitar. you, just, just wait it out. It gets so much better. She's not going to wind up with him. Just wait it out. Yeah, but those guitar women, guy fades. women are looking at guitar guys like, okay, that's like a two-week relationship. Or I'll date him for six not months. Always. It'll be fun for six months. Guitar guy has staying power in the early 20s. Guitar guy Go to their open mic gig. Guitar guy has a future then because nobody has any money. I'm a struggling artist. Right. That, that sounds cool at some point. Then it's like, I still don't have health insurance and I'm 30. How many times I went back to school just to say that I was going to school? I would take like two credits. I'm back so when like a chick's parents were like, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm back doing in school. this. I'm back in school, but you know, um, I'm going to school right now. Matriculating in the fall. And, uh, and working at a car wash. But you know, other than that. Yeah, you leave out the car wash. They're on yeah. the up and up. I'm in the management training program at the car wash. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, next six months I'll be manager by then. Going to school. Yeah, I think if I was an NBA player, though, I would. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't meet the right person, but you got to give it three, four years on the road of, of, of realizing that life at least. Because I feel like your marriage would have a better chance if you totally. I feel like if you go in married and then you discover what's out, you know, that this is the life, the temptation would be too great. But the TMZ, the, the Twitter, the Instagram, I mean, I, it would be fun, but just to get around all of that stuff, what am I saying? That'd be awesome. Yeah, what do you it. care? I don't know. Yeah. Well, look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Like last summer, he was injured and he took out a porn star that he liked on a date. But everybody respected him for it. <laughs> no, who's giving him grief for that? She was, I don't know, she was kind of hit. But, I mean, there was a grief on that part because, believe me, I have my favorite uh, starlets as well. But I, I don't know, he had an interesting choice. No, but who cares? Go out, live your life, have fun. Just don't get married. Guys, no prenups. I did, I, back you know, to Curry's wife. I mean, like, what is she complaining about? Though? Well, no, I, but no, I he think hasn't she, cheated. Well, we don't know that, but we, but she, I, has, but she has. I mean, she's there with uh, what, what, Jada, uh, Jada Smith or whatever. Will Smith's wife is running the running the show. Um, and I mean, these are all women who deal with this. I mean, look, I, I, I think it's, I think it's a real concern for for them, and I, it's a, it was. Look, there's a reason it's the top clip on Twitter. Everybody's watching it. Everybody finds it interesting. Yeah, but the reason why Curry's... she's in, they're an interesting couple. They're an interesting power couple. She's an interesting woman. Who? Alicia Curry. How? Interesting how? 
Because she's she has a cooking segment on YouTube. That's not what makes her interesting. She's so what just is this, I know she's pretty just Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love feminist Graham. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh no, they're a power. No, she's married to Steph, which is fine. It's okay. You don't have to. You can stay. You don't have to be in the the spotlight. And she goes on the show and complains that guys don't hit on her. That was what she was complaining. That was about. a little weird. I didn't. That part of the segment was like, okay, yeah. So Steph Curry, what is he supposed because, to do? Because you're gonna... the thing. If you're yeah, and if you're a guy, like the way this works in reverse, even if, if you find her attractive, you're still like, well, that's Steph Curry. I mean, like, what do what do I have that Steph Curry doesn't? Zero. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got nothing to offer this woman. She's married with his children. Yeah. To Steph Curry, like, th- there's a reason nobody's hitting on you. Like, if if you were married to Steph. The plumber, but why? Do maybe you, what? What is the reason why guys would step out of their marriage? Not just NBA guys. Why regular guys? Oh well, I mean, come on, because you're the sex stops. That's why. Let's be honest. And no, if you're a guy it, like Steph Curry. I think you, you know any guy. I think can be faithful if the sex keeps happening. Let's be honest. People, you know, I don't think people really want to talk about. I, don't, I bet you they didn't talk about it on that show. Whatever that terrible show was. I think there's more than none that, of those, too. I, think, I bet I think, you none of the, the shows that are on today with women yapping around a round table talk about if you stop having sex with your husband, I don't know, he he's going to step out of the marriage. But some guys are just less committed. Some guys are just sure. bound to cheat. Oh, you, you talk about your dad with this, right? Any situation you can find, guys are going to do something stupid. Sure. Yeah, my dad was doing it just to do it. Right. Just to do it. Sure, there's those guys. But I'm saying if you're happy in, in a committed marriage, you have kids, there's one reason. Come on, Graham. We're we're dudes. No, if you're you if have you're, you have if, needs as a guy. Come on, we we need to start. Do, we're we're gonna do a show. What? We're gonna get a round table of dudes. But if, yeah, no. If you're happy and satisfied <laughs> at home, and, and, and in lots of ways, yes. Then you are. I mean, because you don't want to blow that. Who wants to lose? Like, if you enjoy going home, yes. That unless you're a, a serial cheater or somebody who just can't doesn't have the discipline to say no to that. Then you're you're likely to say, ah, you know, I, I I'm going to pass on this because what I got is better than this. Yep, unless it's like Carmen Electra. Well, yeah, everybody should have. What was that show Friends? Where there was a good episode where they everybody had their top five celebrities. <laughs> I believe every couple should have that. Like yeah. there are five people in this world, and it, it's got to be celebrities. It can't be somebody who's like, yes, and uh, Jenny across the street. Yeah, until your wife is like <laughs> Jason Alexander, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Larry King, <laughs> like, oh. Who, who, yeah, who would yeah. your, your five? Who's your number one? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, Carmen Electra. Still, still Carmen. Oh, hell yeah. 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 And I might be able to get her now. She's like 50. Mine is uh, uh, this this character, Harley on Guiding Light, 1990s. <laughs> telling you. Look her up. Wait, now, current. It has to be current. You I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her in 20, although she did come back on the show. Yeah, dude, it's got to be 2019. No. Whoever you're talking about, 2019. Let's see what her name was. Um, we got to get a break, dude. We've been going for. All right, we'll be right back. Couch in the roof. <laughs> Where else can you cheer on your team, enjoy a mouthwatering burger or savory sushi, sip on handcrafted cocktails, or one of 46 beers on tap? Take your game day or date night to Casket Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30 60 inch TVs or stop in for the all you can eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Caskin Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. 
Michael Patrick Shields here. My pal Jim Baker runs Corporate Office Interiors, and their expert space planning and design services can provide great ideas and options that will transform your work environment into a place you'll be proud of. This is Jim Baker, owner of Corporate Office Interiors, with offices in Lansing, Detroit, and servicing the entire state of Michigan. We are committed to providing you with exceptional results on your next office project. On time, on budget, every time. Contact us at corporateofficeinteriors.net and let us help you. Would you or someone you know love to make a difference in the lives of kids and get paid for it? Dean Transportation is now hiring responsible and caring school bus drivers. You'll earn a competitive benefits package, 401k, paid time off, and we offer flexible scheduling. Excellent driving history required. Paid CDL training provided. Apply now at deantransportation.com slash jobs. That's deantransportation.com slash jobs. Make a difference in the lives of our kids and get paid to do it. Are you unhappy with your home comfort in the heating season? Hi, I'm Peggy Doty. Call Doty Mechanical today to learn about carrier Wi-Fi thermostats, humidifiers, and air purifiers. Comfort and peace of mind are a phone call away. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 or visit us at dotymechanical.com for your free estimate. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Carter. We're learning more about the deadly school shooting near Denver yesterday that left one student dead and eight others injured. NBC's Ron Mott has more. Kendrick Castillo, charged along with some other students toward the shooter, was hit by gunfire, went down other students, we're trying to help him. Brendan Bialy apparently tackled that student along with uh, some other students in that classroom. It happened at STEM School Highlands Ranch. An 18-year-old male and a 17-year-old female are in custody. No word yet on a possible motive. President Trump is defending his old tax records a day after the New York Times revealed his businesses lost more than a billion dollars in the 1980s and 90s. Because of those losses, Trump paid no federal income taxes for several years. Trump hit Twitter this morning defending himself, calling the report a fake news hit job. Lisa Carter, NBC News Radio. Gambling, booze, and lots of opinions. You're listening to Couch in the Room. the women's anthem if you look up the the she's gotten a little older but uh beth ellers look it's e-h-l-e-r-s so she was on guiding light she's 50 now but she was on um oh she's divorced again um <laughs> that was my my favorite thing about dudes find out a celebrity's divorced and believe me that happened to me too back in the day like oh wait what carmen Lecture got divorced from dave navarro and then for that split second, you think you have a chance? Well, she's just 11 years older than me. You know, maybe now that, maybe now I'd seem, you know. She, uh, what do you she think played about split pea soup. She played Harley Cooper between 1987 and 2008 on Guiding Light. 
And so when I was in middle school, I would come home in like sixth grade and put on, Guiding Light was on three o'clock and I was so attracted to Harley. She was this blonde cop. My God. Like I was, and the beauty is she went off the show and then I, like 12 years later, turned it on once. And not only was she back on it, but it was like I hadn't missed a week. (laughs) The show doesn't, just shows just don't change. Is it guiding light music? I thought so. There we go. There we go. Oh my god, I'm excited just hearing it. 14 year old grand with tissue. Oh, this is tissue more, box. Next more week. like more like 11 year old. But woo! I can't believe these shows are still on. Only one of them is. Is it? I think it's just uh, one of the loving the uh, not uh, the rest. Nah. Young one, and the Restless. Young and the Restless. One of the soap operas is still on. Oh, most of them are off. There was a show that came out when I was in high school called Sunset Beach. It was a soap opera that was briefly lived. It's on from uh, 11 to noon while I was home from lunch. as a freshman at Sexton High School. And there was a lot of TNA in that. And I used to watch that sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, Graham came back rested. Lunch. <laughs> Where'd Graham go? He went home. He has a, a diet that he has to uh, only, he can only get it from home. But we talked about, like, do you ever watch, I used to watch those shows, and I was like, this is the worst acting I've ever seen. Like, you hear, oh, yeah, he's an actor on a soap opera. I'm like, wow. And then you'd watch it, like, you, I can do that, right? Is it really hard? You just you well, you stare, you those. stare, you overreact, right? That's all, pretty much all you have to do. But, yeah, you're, you're, doing a, you're doing a show five days a week. The description, you don't have a lot of time to rehearse. There's not a lot of, you know, I mean, it, there were some limitations to what you could do. Very hard to be a method actor five days a week. But they're short seconds. They're like two minute, right? Like little vignettes or whatever, and somebody gets cheated on or somebody dies, and then you just stare off. You stare off into the camera or stare off on the side of the camera and look bewildered. I don't know. I don't know how much talent it takes. Beth Ellers has been up to lately. God, she really hasn't done much. She's kind of out of the business. She must. Did she get married to a rich dude? Ooh, she was on special law. She was on Law and Order SVU once in 2004. I'm gonna have to find that episode. Um, no, she's yeah, she's been divorced since 2006. How do you spell her last name? E H L E R S. And if you look at Beth Ellers from uh, oh Beth Ellers' husband, let's see this dude. Oh, I remember this chick. Yeah, yeah. No, she's yeah, she was hot. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Get a shot. I think so. I'm going to write it right now. I want to let your wife know. Be uh, what, what would I say if I were to write Beth Ellers? Like, what would be, dear Beth? Sup. Sup. <laughs> Graham here. You up? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to say big fan because that sounds bad. Uh, Graham here. Graham Couch here. Yeah, you might want to let her know who you are. Yeah, sup. Graham Couch here. Yeah. Um, been thinking about you since I was 11. No, that doesn't. Um, hmm. Now, she doesn't have many credits because she was on Guiding Light forever. Mm-hmm. That's why she doesn't have many credits. Like, why? And that's a great gig. Like, why would you ever leave that job? No doubt. 21 years. Although she did, you know, you look at her in like the early 90s. I mean, she had some movie star qualities to her. I'm surprised that she didn't get 
poached, you know? Why? I would never I would never leave. Like uh Julianne uh Margulies on ER. What was the other dude, the red haired guy that left one of those shows? But ER is a step up from guiding light. Still, that's a paycheck, dude. That's that has to be what? Eighteen grand a week, something like that. Those shows have to pay what eight, whatever scale is, eight to ten G's a week guaranteed for twenty screw that. But just, just stare off in a camera and be like oh, oh. But, but if you look at like peak Ashley Judd, right? Say circa nineteen ninety five. Yeah. And peak Beth Ellers circa nineteen ninety five. There's not much like you know what I mean? Like I'm not and I'm not saying Beth was a great actress. I don't remember all that well about her but, but <laughs> You were busy at the time when she was acting. Yeah, I I do know that only two women in my teens gave me this gave me a certain feeling. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Oh well, three. Three women. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, when she went to 90210. Whoa. So, it, it, yeah, it's, it's Beth Ellers, Tiffany Amber Thiessen certainly up there, too. But there, there's a scene with uh, Ashley Judd in A Time to Kill where she's upset with Matthew McConaughey, and the whole thing takes place in Mississippi, so they're always sweaty, and she's, like, sweaty in a nightgown. And I own that on VHS, and it's like it was like worn out on VHS. <laughs> like it, it like flickered as you went by it. So if, I'm glad we don't have VHS anymore because if I watch that movie with anybody, they'd be like, "Tape stuck." God, why does this always get stuck around? Don't worry about it. Just why Nona must have been pissed. I mean, if you got a sister that looked like Ashley Judd, I mean, that would be like me having a brother that was Ryan, like Ryan Reynolds, you know, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, Reynolds, yeah. Ashley Judd. Whoa, prime Ashley Judd. There's a level of guy who's attractive enough that you're like, God, I, you know, I mean, that, I, I would sleep with him. Like, that's just too attractive. You know what I mean? Like, the the, the Ryan Gosling character there, I mean, I think that's why I like The Notebook so much. Is I, I even. Because you want to sleep with Ryan Gosling? I want to sleep with every character in that movie, <laughs> including uh, James Gardner, who I loved in Rockford Files. See, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I would go, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, there's guys like, oh, yeah, I get it. But Gosling, I don't know. I like Gosling. And we're backed up on breaks here. Oh, yeah. We'll, t- we'll take another. We'll be right back. Couch in the room. You're connected to Business Wrap in a Snap. This is Skilled in a Snap. Hi, I'm your host, Brian Town of Skilled. And Skilled in a Snap, as you know, is just little snaps of information about skilled labor um, and just expanding on and giving you some little pointers about what we talk about on Skilled. And as you know, we talk about all things skilled labor on Skilled. And recently, we had Megan Doherty, who is the president of of FD Hayes, a union electrical shop here on our show for two times. And we're going to have her on again because there's just so much that I want to ask her, not just about being a female leader um, or being the fourth generation uh, at FDAs and how she kind of made that happen and how she's working on the business today. But I really wanted to talk about their apprenticeship program. And it's interesting because that apprenticeship program at the unions, not just in uh, electrical work, but in plumbing and pipe fitting and welding, They've had this apprenticeship program for a very long time, and it is something that you're, you get free training, free education, and a guarantee if you are a good person and you work hard, a guarantee to be able to turn out and have an excellent job and a career for the rest of your life. And get this, you're paid while you go to school. And so when I first heard that 10, 15 years ago from some people that I were teaching, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Why don't... Why doesn't more people know about this? So if you're interested in the skilled trades and you're thinking this might be a good path for you, 
I would check out some of the local union halls, check out the program WIST, and talk to FD Hayes and see how you can get involved in the skilled trades. This is Skilled in a Snap. For more in-depth business discussion on this topic and many more, go to businesswrap.biz. Also, download the free OneTouch Business Wrap app by searching Business Wrap on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And from our founder, Suzanne Heward, that's a wrap. Can we just talk about it for five minutes? You're listening to Couch and the Rue. All right, we will uh, sports it up next hour a little bit here. Why? That's what I love about this show. Come in and be like, oh, what are we going to talk about today? Rip off 40 minutes. Uninterrupted. No commercials. Uninterrupted. Sports. We could just do Rachel what, McAdams two, and Ashley Judge scenes. Two, two blowouts last night in the NBA. We got a couple Twitter questions, a couple topics to get to. I, I think we'll, we should just do who's hotter. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? How about that? Mostly guys listen. Like, who is your one? Uh, what did you? How did you phrase it? Like hall pass or whatever. Who is your hall pass? Yes, that you've talked to your wife about, and who's hers? Is that a Twitter question? I, why not? It's Wednesday. It's Hump Day. It's Tim Miles Day. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or. What is your sports fantasy? <laughs> Screw it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Got one more break anyway. Get it yeah. done. All right. Well, uh, who's your hall pass? Yeah, yeah. If you're listening and you want to just write in, that's cool. The the problem is I feel like Twitter Twitter accounts are public. I'm not sure everybody can do this. Why? Oh, please. Come on. You can't talk to your significant other about who your hall pass would be? Really, like you watch well, movie, you watch movies, and you can't comment on like how attractive a girl is. Have you and Therese had this conversation? Hell yes. And, and why so you, do you think I'm with her? She's like the best partner to be with. Who's her hall pass? Ryan Reynolds, or the dude that plays Thor. We were watching uh, one of the old, whatever those movies are, not Avengers, but you know what I mean. She was catching up on those before she saw Avengers, and he showed up. He did have a shirt on. She's like, oh. <laughs> And part of me was like, hey, wait a minute, but who cares? You know what I mean? I get it. So It would beyond, be odd if she didn't find him attractive. Beyond Carmen Electra, who's yours? I don't know. I have to wait till next. I, I need to, to uh, run my brain a little bit because I'm looking at Ashley Judd. <laughs> I had Tiffany to see what's on your screen right now. <laughs> That's why I got like five screens here. All right, we'll be right back. Catching through. Where else can you cheer on your team, enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi, sip on handcrafted cocktails, or one of 46 beers on tap? Take your game day or date night to Casket Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American-Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30, 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Casket Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. 
Michael Patrick Shields here. My pal Jim Baker runs Corporate Office Interiors. And when it's time to buy office furniture, make the smart choice. Save up to 80% or more off retail prices. This is Jim Baker, owner of Corporate Office Interiors, with offices in Lansing, Detroit, and servicing the entire state of Michigan. We are committed to providing you with exceptional results on your next office project. On time, on budget, every time. Contact us at corporateofficeinteriors.net and let us help you. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. This is Doug Warren with the Spotlight Sports Minute. Well, San Francisco 49er teammates Richard Sherman and Nick Bosa are on the opposite sides of the Colin Kaepernick debate. Sherman is a fan of Kaepernick. Bosa is not. But Sherman has made it clear. Quote, one thing about football is that nobody really cares what you say if you can play. At the end of the day, I think a guy that has played with African Americans his whole life, not saying he can't be racist, but they know how to maneuver around African Americans. When you're at Ohio State, it's not like Ohio State's an all-white school, so I don't think that's ever going to be an issue. I think at the end of the day your beliefs are your beliefs is he getting sacks on sunday is he helping our team is he being a good teammate those are things that matter now if he's a bad teammate that's something we'll address unquote the nfl is a bottom line game richard sherman understands that and i'm sure nick bosa does too i'm doug warren the spotlight sports minute a production of the spotlight radio network for more go to spotlightradionetwork.com the future of radio is here NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Carter. We're learning more about the deadly school shooting near Denver yesterday that left one student dead and eight others injured. NBC's Ron Mott has more. Kendrick Castillo, charged along with some other students toward the shooter, was hit by gunfire, went down. Other students were trying to help him. Brendan Bialy apparently tackled that student along with some other students in that classroom. It happened at STEM School Highlands Ranch. An 18-year-old male and a 17-year-old female are in custody. No word yet on a possible motive. President Trump is defending his old tax records a day after the New York Times revealed his businesses lost more than a billion dollars in the 1980s and 90s. Because of those losses, Trump paid no federal income taxes for several years. Trump hit Twitter this morning defending himself, calling the report a fake news hit job. Lisa Carter. NBC News Radio. When basketball season's over, we are going to have a regular segment with Divorce Doug. I have PTSD. Doug and these dating apps. It's incredible. Tells me some of the stuff during the break. I'm like, yeah, I know where that goes. It's, Do you miss it? No. You out of your mind? What the hell am I supposed to say on this? Anyway? <laughs> I know. Teresa, listen to the show, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Do I miss it? Do you miss getting uh, laid randomly on a Tuesday night? No. No, Graham, I don't whatsoever. Sure. Uh, <laughs> what kind of are you? Couch in the room. 10 a.m. to noon Eastern, 7 to 9 a.m. Pacific on Spotlight Radio Network. Now, this is show research. I like this. What are you finding? Oh, it's tons of stuff. I put in 90s, hottest actresses in the 90s. What have you found? I have to wait till next hour. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. We are going to put the question out there in keeping with today's highbrow discussion. Which celebrity would you get a free pass with? And I love being the Rube because Graham is like, you want to tweet that from your account? Or? <laughs> and I'm like, what? We can't talk about it as dudes? I mean, women can get in on the discussion as well. Yes. Who's your hall pass? Like, right. Come on. It's an, it's an actress, a celebrity that will never happen. Come on. We're all attracted to other people than people that we are with. Stop it. 
Do I need? Do people know what a hall, get a free pass is? Do, which celebrity do you have an agreement with your wife or, or with your significant other? What celebrity other? you want to bang? Not saying that. What celebrity would your significant other would let you bang? I don't know. Do we have to knock him in the head with it? I mean, Winnie. Oof. Remember Winnie? Winnie. Wonder Years. Oh. Winnie mm. Cooper. I do. I do. We'll be right back. Couch in the Roof. It's time for Did You Know, brought to you by the Greater Lansing Sports Authority. Did you know that with just the sports events coordinated by the GLSA, over 75,000 athletes are brought to Greater Lansing every year? Add to that family, friends, and hundreds of thousands of spectators, and you've got a significant impact on the local economy. That's millions of dollars over the last 10 years. Are you involved in a sports event that could be a fit for Greater Lansing? Find more information at lansingsports.org. And now you know. Michael Patrick Shields here. My pal Jim Baker runs Corporate Office Interiors. And when it's time to buy office furniture, make the smart choice. Save up to 80% or more off retail prices. This is Jim Baker, owner of Corporate Office Interiors, with offices in Lansing, Detroit, and servicing the entire state of Michigan. We are committed to providing you with exceptional results on your next office project. On time, on budget, every time. Contact us at corporateofficeinteriors.net and let us help you. The Toronto Raptors were a win away from the Eastern Conference Finals for the second time in four seasons. They crushed the Philadelphia 76ers 125-89 in Toronto. Raptors forward Pascal Siakam scores 25. Everyone kind of gets touches and we play on the run and, 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 and you know, um, everyone kind of gets gets involved. You know, I think we, we did a pretty good job tonight just getting stops and, and running. Kawhi Leonard with 21, Game 6 in Philly on Thursday. In Denver, the Nuggets walloped the Trailblazers 124-98 to take a 3-2 series lead. Nikola Jokic with 25 points, 19 rebounds. Game 6 on Thursday in Portland. NHL playoffs, the St. Louis Blues advance to the Western Conference Finals with a 2-1 double overtime win over the Dallas Stars. Patrick Maroon with the game winner. Mike Fires pitches the season's first no-hitter as the A's beat the Reds 2-0. Reigning AL Rookie of the Year Shohei Otani makes his season debut for the Angels after off-season Tommy John surgery. He goes 0-4 in a 5-2 win at Detroit. That's sports. Joel Stern, NBC News Radio. Politics, business, sports. This is the Spotlight Radio Network. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Carter. President Trump is invoking executive privilege over the Mueller report as Democrats continue to demand access to the full, unredacted version. The news coming as the Democratic-controlled House Judiciary Committee is considering a contempt citation against Attorney General William Barr. Chairman Jerry Nadler saying in his opening statement, The Trump administration has taken obstruction of Congress to new heights. Unfortunately, the attorney general has been all too willing to support the president in this endeavor. He says the Trump administration has announced loud and clear that it does not recognize Congress as a co-equal branch of government with independent constitutional oversight authority. The Justice Department is declining a subpoena to produce special counsel Robert Mueller's full, unredacted final report. The subpoena also demands all underlying evidence in the report. Police in Colorado say one of the suspects in yesterday's deadly school shooting is a 17-year-old girl. She's in custody along with 18-year-old Devin Erickson. 
The two were apprehended after a shooting at STEM School Highlands Ranch outside Denver that left one dead and eight injured. That school will be closed for the rest of the week. North Korea was on the mind of President Trump as he made a phone call this week. Correspondent Bill Zemfer has more on the story. Trump spoke with South Korean President Moon Jae-in about the most recent weapons test by North Korea. Moon reportedly told Trump he did not see the test as provocation and it should not be reason to break off dialogue with North Korea. Moon has steadfastly argued that communication with North Korea needs to be maintained, reaching out numerous times to the North since he was elected president. Bill Zimfer, NBC News Radio. And the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is proposing rule changes that would allow debt collectors to send text, emails, and private messages to people who are behind on their debt. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Politics. What you just witnessed this week is the magic and the marvel of the legislative process that sometimes is unpredictable, but very often just comes together. And so I'm just happy to be part of it. Sports. Maximum security wins the Kentucky Derby. So for the first time in the history of the Kentucky Derby, the horse that crossed the line first has been disqualified. Three-run walk-off home run. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Michigan's new governor, Gretchen Whitmer, stood on the Capitol steps and promised not to let partisanship get in the way of success for Michigan. Potholes are not political, or better skills, or great schools for our kids. I will be a governor for everyone. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. All right, we have put the Twitter question out there for you if you want to get in on this discussion. Uh, In keeping with today's highbrow discussion, which celebrity would you get a free pass with? And uh, see if we get any response to it. How was that lowbrow? I said highbrow. Yeah, but you can tell you're just joking around. Like, oh, it's... It's a dude show. It's a sports show, and we're just talking about... It's not a dude show. I, I like to think we have some... some Part of the reason we have mass appeal. And is, Therese messaged me in the break, Chris Helmsworth, with a emoji of a fit, whatever that face is, hearts coming out of the eyeballs, a.k.a. Thor. See? So women can do it, too. Okay, so who, who are your... Let's do five for each of us. Mm. Can you do five? And it has to be current, right? 2019. Oh, that's okay. Okay, right. I mean, well, you have to take them now. Like, I will. I will take Carmen Electra right now. Okay, sure. At fifty years old or whatever she is, yep. 40, 45. Tiffany Amber Thiessen for sure. Yep. Natalie Portman. Mm. Shania Twain. Mm. Charlize Theron. 
as long as I don't have to say her last name like that. <laughs> uh, was that four? See, I'm going all 90s. I'm trying to think of one right now. Give me yours. I'm trying to think of a fifth. Well, definitely um, Denise Beth, Richards. Ooh. Uh, yeah, definitely Beth, Beth Ellers from Guiding Light, early 90s, is, even though she's 50 now. Um, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, for sure. I mean, the Zach and Kelly thing. Yeah, I mean, come on. Rachel McAdams. Mm, yeah. um, I'm a big Rachel McAdams guy. Uh, Ashley Judd. Yeah. Would, would, would definitely. Now? I, I mean, I think I, I haven't seen it recently, but I can't imagine it. I mean, I always love judging women's looks, though. Yeah, I mean, it's really like awful. An, being like, like an ugly dude with but, a fat head. It's but, like, no. Well, and here's the other thing is, again, beauty is in also not just somebody's appearance now, uh, but how you think of them. Here comes feminist Graham. No, no, no. No, no. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> Beth Ellers could become disfigured, and I will still remember her. As Bethel, you know what I mean? Oh, like really? That? You go? Vi- you would visit her in the burn victim unit? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You liar! You friggin' white knight couch. Get out of here! Come on! Can we have just one manly discussion on the show without you t- trampling it in on your white horse? Beauty is it within the, the the whatever I'm trying to the eye of the beholder, whatever that stupid statement is. All right. We get it. Okay, I got one more. Ah. Claire Foy, who plays the queen in, in The Crown in the first two seasons. The young queen. Young Queen Elizabeth. Claire Foy. I got a thing for Claire Foy. What if Claire Foy was a Trump supporter? Would that change your view? Because I will say this. Like, women that I'm attracted, like celebrities I'm attracted to, or in the, even in the past, you find out, you know, they're political, and you're just like, ugh. I don't even really care which way you swing, to be honest with you. But when you see that, it's just like, oh, you know, they're at rallies and they cut off their hair and they're all pissed off. Like Pam Anderson is over there oh. in Sweden right now or wherever she's at with yeah. Julian Assange. And you're yeah. like, that's weird. What are you doing? Like, cut, that's just shaved her head. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. No, there is a point. Like yeah. another one I forgot about a certain age would be like uh, a decent proposal era. Demi Moore. Yeah. Um, but uh, Demi Moore seems like a good time. I would do. I, I do. I would take Demi Moore. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> Listen, Graham. I wouldn't do anything to her. I would uh, try to expand her mind. We'd have conversations. Yeah, I'm sure. Midnight. I'm sure you. I'm sure you are exactly what she needs to expand her mind. <laughs> sure, Demi Moore, who's been all over the world and probably is one of the more interesting people out there, needs Jason Nix yeah. to expand her mind. Absolutely. Listen, she dated Ashton Kutcher. I can't be. Duller than he is. Come he, on. He's actually a bright guy. He wasn't the guy from Listen, that 70s. Bright show. people he's, aren't interesting. He's testified in con- nah, on Congress. That Capitol doesn't Hill. make you interesting. Though. Yeah, but he's he's not the dude from that seventies show. Like that's who I think you're. You're. I think you get testify in front of Congress makes you interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Seth Rogen did it. Made it more interesting to me. Yeah. What makes him interesting is that he smokes weed and talks about it. No one goes. Oh, Seth Rogen. Did you see Seth Rogen at Congress today? No. Nobody cares. I'm sorry. Yes, they're probably both smarter than me. Listen, I don't claim to be a genius. Am I more interesting? Do I have better stories? Can I entertain you at a bar? Sure. All right, so and, we're getting a few, Ashton Kutcher. No. We're getting a couple of responses. Uh, Steve Florian writes, uh, Myla Kunis. 
Oh, Mila. Mila, Mila, Mila Kunis. Who is she? I don't know her. That 70s show. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. actually married to Ashton Kutcher. The redhead or the other one? No, the, the brunette. I like the redhead. She was in um, Mark Wahlberg with the, with the the bear. Damn it. Ted. Ted. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's yeah, her, yeah. She's Natalie hot. Portman? Yeah. Oh, Emma Stone. Yeah, I forgot about Emma Stone. Uh, Kelly uh, Kelly Kuoko? Kuoko. Kuoko. I don't know From her. Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to brush up on your chicks. I, I just don't. Did you, did you throw Teen Beat out, out the window <laughs> as soon as you got married? Uh, Megan Fox is the other. Yeah. And then uh, David Jackson writes, uh, from TV, Kelly Cuoco, from The Big Bang Theory, from movies, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, there is a couple, there's a, yeah, a couple movies there. that, And um, there's no truth. Is to it persist- Johansson or Johansson? Johansson, right? It is I Johansson. I it's Johansson. I don't know. And there's no truth to the persistent rumors that my hall pass would be the college sweetheart from the third floor of Rather Hall. Uh, and then he says, of course, there's no real hall pass for me, nor could I even imagine this conversation actually happening with my wife. Why not? Why? A lot of people it's don't not, have you're, your you're relationship. Not, you're not talking. You're, you're not talking about Beth from accounting. I can understand that if you're like, well, you know, Beth today, she was hot as hell. <laughs> yeah. I get that. You're talking about celebrities. You all go to movies. You watch them. You watch Netflix. You can't say a chick's hot to your significant other. Who cares? Who cares? And by the yeah. way, Scarlett Johansson, hot, but she's another one that, that protests, cuts her hair off, and you're like, ooh. Would you want to deal with that? That constant fighting for every cause. And it's like, all right, it's noble, but it's a turnoff. I will admit. I have no problem admitting that. I just don't understand why you can't talk about it with your wife or your wife can't talk about who's hot with. with like, I don't like hearing Teresa's past, like her past with dudes. I don't, dudes that she knows. I don't like hearing about that. And I try not to tell her mine. Unfortunately, I have a show. Sometimes she hears it, right? <laughs> but if we're talking about celebrities or she's like, oh, my God, I saw Liam Hemsworth, Helmsworth on Today Show. He was so hot. Like, okay, I get it. Because you look at it as a dude, you go, yeah, that guy's pretty handsome. Now, Graham takes it a step further and wants to sleep with everybody. But me, I'm going like, I get it. I get why chicks dig him. I didn't wait, I take it a step further? Yeah, dude, you, you wanted to sleep with the whole cast of a movie last hour. What movie is that? I don't know. The one with Hugh Grant in it or something or uh, Ryan Reynolds. There was a Ryan Reynolds movie. Like, oh, yeah. I'd, like, I'd uh, sleep with the whole cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Uh, uh, no, the Notebook. <laughs> notebook, yeah. So you take it a step further. I did. Too yeah. far. Dominic writes in, Cardi B. <laughs> I love, I love, oh, God, I love his Cardi five. B. I love his five. All right. Cardi B, Soledad O'Brien, <laughs> the news anchor. Okay. Betsy DeVos. <laughs> All right, he's joking now. Yep. Uh, Martha Ford. No, Amy Winehouse, and uh, I don't even know, uh, Daenerys, uh, I don't know who this other person is. Yeah, it sucks reading stuff that you don't uh, know ahead of time. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably somebody Betsy famous DeVos. I should know. See, that's a, that's a, you had me until uh, Soledad O'Brien. But see, some people are attracted to like a smart mind, right? I mean, and Soledad O'Brien, by the way, is an attractive woman. Don't get me wrong. Feminist Jason coming up. No, there are lots of news. And in fact, news anchors are. I'm actually a little surprised I didn't wind up with a news anchor. Um, and I don't mean like a just because like in college, I was in all the broadcast show, and I like a really intelligent person who, you know, a really intelligent person who delivers the news is like the ultimate attraction to me. Do you think all TV people are intelligent? Though? No. Like anchor people. No. I, I used to work. I worked at two TV stations. 
Oh, they didn't call Dan Rather dumb Dan for nothing. I mean, you know, I mean, like, and I, I don't think Dan Rather is that dumb, but I think he's dumb in the same way George Bush was dumb. In other words, if you and I had a conversation with George Bush, we think he was rather intelligent. We think he's interesting. If we were at a game, baseball game where he used to own the Rangers, we'd have a great time. I think it'd be great. But I, I don't know if, like, in terms of, like, high-level intellect of presidents that he ranks up there. And the same when Dan Rather is a guy who's, you know, war correspondent. He's covered a lot of interesting stuff. I don't know that he's, like, I think, I think there are smarter anchors out there is all I'm saying. But no, I, but I do think it takes more talent than people sometimes. People sometimes think, oh, you just have to be hot. And you do have that helps. If you're a guy, you can't be repulsive. There are certain channels like C- Tucker Carlson. I mean, that is one of the uglier dudes I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't understand it. There's got to be somebody else who has. Well, I mean, Fred Human. I mean, he got on TV. But no, his looks. But Fred's not. Fred's a, not unappealing to look at. Uh, he's not. He's a big dude, but he carries it well. He's like he's not an unappealing dude. Like that's all you is a all guy, dudes I, are unappealing what, to look what, at. What I mean is what I mean is is, a, is there is a higher standard for women to be on air than men sure. in terms of appearance. For men, and this was told, I mean, I was in these broadcast classes. We had very blunt instructors, and I was in Chicago where I went to school, and they were all working in the business and a lot of adjunct uh, producers. And other, And they, they could say, you know, we can tell in 30 seconds whether you can really ever make it in this business on air. It's a connection with the camera as much as anything. And they would be blunt. They'd be like, well, as a guy, you just have to be a, a, a little more, you have to be appealing to look at but not attractive. And that's the difference. Like Tucker Carlson is not a. I don't. I don't. I, there's got to be somebody else with his same opinions who's more attractive. I don't get why that's happened for him. But the, um. But with women, you also. I mean, there's a level of intelligence too because there were a lot. I mean, trust me. At the college level, you see the women who just want to be on TV that aren't very bright and aren't that, and they don't make it. They just don't. It's too cutthroat. You've got to be smart too. I, I don't. I don't buy for a second. The people who are on TV who are hot is Gail King hot? Done. Gail King just signed a new deal. She's yeah. She she's, kicked the hot chick off the desk. Yeah, she's she's oh, a, uh, O'Donnell, whatever her name was. She's a people like yeah. I mean, you just have to be appealing to look but at. Why if everyone is should be appealing? That's on TV delivering the news. If you're on television, no offense, you should have some redeeming quality. Is that bad? Is that wrong to say? Right, I'm talking about dudes as well. Dudes need to be appealing too. If you're watching someone on TV, they have to be somewhat appealing, right? No, there's there's a there's a level of you know you just can't right. No, that's that's the Tucker Carlson thing. Like I don't get it. But it's Tucker. I don't even want, I don't watch his show. I don't really know much. Look about up him. Tucker Carlson right now. Fox I know what News. he looks like. I yeah. know what he looks like. But just look at his. Look but do at you his... care if it's just a political commentary? I mean, Bill O'Reilly for years. Yeah, but Bill Rush O'Reilly's Limbaugh. A, Billy, Rush Rush Limbaugh. I mean, I, I Rush is kind of a weird looking dude, but Bill O'Reilly was decent to look at. I don't know how to say that, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like oh. those are unappealing. Like Bill even O'Reilly. Lou Dobbs, I can look at Lou Dobbs all day. You know, like I don't. Well, uh, you have a weird type of. That, they're not unappealing. There's a reason they kept in this business. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to look like Chris Cuomo. Is what I'm saying. Lou Dobbs, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. Come on, ever in his life, I don't even if bring up a picture from 1970, whatever he was younger. Oh, maybe they look better older. I only know them older. I'm just saying they're not unappealing. They, they they work. I'm saying there's a difference between them and Tucker Carlson. Dobbs. But Dan Rather, back to Dan Rather, like Brokaw, those guys. Were, Brokaw were was a attractive. staple. Yeah, Peter Jennings. Uh, 
don't know about you sometimes. <laughs> Lou Dobbs. <laughs> Lou Dobbs is my top five. I thought people would respond to this better. People, meaning dudes, dudes that listen to the show. Yeah, Are knew, you really that scared? I knew it wasn't really going to be our audience. Why? That bums me out then. Are you scared your wife's going to see it on Twitter? We're going to talk about it? Jesus. There's no way you could get married. I could not get married to someone, to a woman that was offended by me being that Carmen Electro would be my hall pass. Do we understand what would have to take place for that to happen? The one in 400 billion chance that Carmen Electra shows up to my wedding or something and sweeps me away. I mean, come on. So I've got uh, Paul writes in Monica Conyers, the woman from the old Bell Tire ads. She was, you remember her on the Pistons games and everything? Yeah. Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones, yeah. And Keith Primo. <laughs> you know, can we take this seriously i mean for <laughs> yeah. one time look at the question we've asked can we take this seriously Keith primo i like this is the time that you're yeah you're uh, <laughs> i was looking it up in the break i was having a good time keith primo and the lady from belt all right we get it you're scared to talk about who you you know i feel like though it's a cover i feel like there's uh, some real ones in here like the lady the woman from the old bell tire ads is, is who paul's true one is mm-hmm. and you got to decode it and by throwing keith primo in there that throws his wife off the scent of him taking it seriously feel so bad for guys that have to do stuff like that. For guys that want to be who they want to be. They have to have man caves or they have to go to the garage to get away. Bums me out. Dude, you hit the jackpot, man. That's no, all this. Listen, I did. Absolutely. I, I'm very lucky. But I would never settle for anything less, to be honest with you. To where you can't even talk about who, what your celebrity crush is. Again, you're not talking about Beth from HR. You're not. I get that even though you do with your buddy via text. We're talking about celebrities, celebrities that you so like. So there's, there's, there's a question we shouldn't put out there. What's the text on your phone your wife shouldn't ever see? <laughs> do you put your phone down? Like, do you have a passcode on your phone? Do you have a passcode on your phone? Yeah, because I can't undo it. It's a work phone, and now it, the iPhone ten sucks, and so... As soon as it upgrades, you lose the ability to uh, do the facial recognition. Yeah, it's a work phone. I have to. And ladies, if you want to know if your guy's cheating, just say, can I see your phone real quick? Yeah. Yeah, I would and have. If they, if they hand it right over, they're not cheating. I would have no problem handing my wife my phone. Nope. Oh, no problem at all. The, I did, when, when we first met, I remember worrying about, like, you know, you're just dating somebody new. I didn't want, like, old people you kept in touch with texting me and, you know, you know what I mean? That for you know, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. Worried about that initially, and so I changed some names on the phone in case it happened. Like a Stacy became Steve. Things like that. So somebody said, "Hey, what are you up to?" It was Steve asking me. I wasn't going to respond, or I wasn't going to. But it was. I was, you know, that's the sort of thing. Like I really like, and you know, you really like somebody when you care enough to do that. You don't want anything getting away. Therese just uh, sent me a message. Who the bleep is Beth from accounting? <laughs> hey, you keep bringing it up. <laughs> you do. I'm just trying to give an example for guys to, and believe me, when we first started dating as well, like, you know, ladies would tweet at me, and she would like, who's that? Who's that? I'm like, all right, you have to stop. You have to stop. As I was beating them off with a stick. Robert, Co- Robert Cost writes, Heather Locklear, still the hottest. It's true. Right now, though. Robert, 
I don't know how old Robert was. I mean, Robert I understand, maybe, but you yeah. have to take her again. Yes, yes. I think you were. He said, still, he said still the hottest. Would, yes. She's in rehab. You might want to Google Robert. Is she? Yep. Well, then she's damaged. She'd be easy to. <laughs> yeah, she's attainable. Attainable. <laughs> anything, anything that makes her more real, more more possible. Just need Carmen Electra to go to rehab. <laughs> more, possible, more possible to have a shot. Come on, guys, think that way. I don't care what you say. Oh, we do. No, there's no question. I, I yep, yep. No, there's no question. Yeah. I, there have been points in my life where there have been like a woman that was like unattainable to you, and like something about her you found out that made it like yes, she, that that makes it possible, plausible. Because it, 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 your best point on a scale of one to ten, what were you to a woman? You know what I'm talking about? Like what she you thought know, of me? Yeah, like we would say a woman is you know you. Yeah. Oh, what, what, what was in your best point in your life? What would you say you were? I think I'm a Lansing seven, a Lansing seven. Yeah, there you go. A solid Lansing. Seven. I mean, when I was working out, maybe seven and a half, eight. Right. So if you ran into like a Chicago nine, you need something else to happen. But what's a Chicago nine? I mean, it depends. A Lansing 12. After you, <laughs> after you talk to her for a little bit. I mean, cause that <laughs> Robert responded all the better uh, that I'm 57. I'm 57. <laughs> See? Yeah. There you go. Yep. Now I wonder if Robert had to hide that. No, I don't think Robert he did. did. He, hide his he put tweet. It, he put it on Twitter. There's no hiding. So it's public consumption now. I just I don't know. I understand you have to do certain things with your wife, girlfriend, whatever. But come on, a celebrity crush. You can't have a celebrity crush. And do you want to be with someone where you have to hide stuff? That's why cheating to me is never. And I'm not trying to be like Graham with a white, like the white knight on the white horse here. It just seems exhausting. It sounds exhausting. If you don't, if you're not into someone, you find someone else. I'm out. I got to go. Well, it's not easy to do if you're married, you have kids, all that stuff. You're unhappy. Well, then you're screwed. Yeah, you are screwed. Yeah, you know, you should know that. That's, lots of guys do. There are lots of unhappy people. In the lots world. of women do. They're, Twitter is. Full, you see all the anger on Twitter. Twitter is just one unhappy marriage after another. Like, I, I know that all the time. Like, there's no reason for people to have the reactions they do sometimes. I will write a column about something, and people will take out the fact that they picked the wrong person to marry on me. You can tell. Otherwise, why are you that mad? Or they're in a worse career, or they just get – like, there's the, – the, the, the anger on social media is a direct response to people marrying the wrong people. Send them a link to Pornhub. Oh, get it out of you. Like, all right. That that only does so much. Uh, it works. Should that be my thing that I keep sending porn hum links on my Twitter account? Yeah. <laughs> if you want clicks. Here you go. Yep. Here's my column, and here's a link to porn. Yeah, hub. look at this, come back, and then respond. Right? All right. We asked you two other Twitter questions. Ah, who cares about those? And we got some good responses. We'll do those next here, Couch in the Roof. Where else can you cheer on your team? Enjoy a mouthwatering burger or savory sushi? Sip on handcrafted cocktails or one of 46 beers on tap. Take your game day or date night to Casking Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30, 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Casking Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. Hey, Matt Rhodes from Dusty Cellar is here, and he's bringing food to the studio. We're having another party. Matt, nice to see you, especially given the circumstances. Good to see you, Michael. Yep, always love doing our catering. 
can't tell you how many parties I've been to in this area that have been catered by Dusty Cellar, and it's all kinds of varieties of bashes. We do everything, family, corporate, social. You can come pick it up. We can deliver it. We can bring servers, whatever your needs are. So if I want, I can have a party. You can staff it. If I just want to have it dropped off, you can do that, too, and I can even come pick it up if it's a small gathering. Absolutely. Whatever you'd like. What if I want to have it at your place? I always see different little functions going on in the different rooms. We do, Michael. We have four different options for you. The Napa and Tuscan Room, Leelanau, Bordeaux. They're all different sizes, different feels. Whatever your party is, we can customize just for you. I had a party in the Bordeaux room recently, and it ended up spilling into the tap room. That was a good fun that night. Catering services brought to you in-house, private dining at Dusty Cellar or Dusty Cellar Online. DustyCellar.com is on Grand River in Okemos seven days a week and at your party in-house, too. Are you unhappy with your home comfort in the heating season? Hi, I'm Peggy Doty. Call Doty Mechanical today to learn about carrier Wi-Fi thermostats, humidifiers, and air purifiers. Comfort and peace of mind are a phone call away. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 or visit us at dotymechanical.com for your free estimate. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. Pure Green Lawn and Tree Professionals, your local experts meeting all of your lawn and tree care needs. If you have trouble with stubborn weeds, crabgrass, or just poor color, call 517-703-1111. No high-pressure sales, just knowledge and amazing customer service with many programs available to meet your individual needs. Visit us on the web at puregreenlawn.net to have one of our team members meet with you to figure out a simple, inexpensive solution. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. Politics. What you just witnessed this week is the magic and the marvel of the legislative process that sometimes is unpredictable, but very often just comes together. And so I'm just happy to be part of it. Sports. Maximum security wins the Kentucky Derby! So for the first time in the history of the Kentucky Derby, the horse that crossed the line first has been disqualified. Three-run walk-off home run! SpotlightRadioNetwork.com This is Doug Warren with the Spotlight Sports Minute. So the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission has denied an appeal filed on behalf of Gary and Mary West, the owners of disqualified Kentucky Derby participant, Maximum Security. It is the first time a Derby winner has been disqualified for interference in the race's 145-year history. The only other Derby disqualification was in 1968, where first-place finisher Dancer's Image tested positive for a prohibited medication, and Kentucky racing officials ordered the purse money to be redistributed. A subsequent court challenge upheld the steward's decision in that case as well. Now that the appeal has been denied by the Kentucky Racing Commission, Gary West says, quote, will file suit and whatever the appropriate court is, I don't know the answer to that, but the lawyers that I have retained will know what the appropriate venue is, unquote. This story is to be continued. I'm Doug Warren. The Spotlight Sports Minute, a production of the Spotlight Radio Network. For more, go to SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. The future of radio is here. Keystone Light meets Les Miserables. You're listening to Couch in the Room.
So wrapping up our previous discussion, Chris Davis gave us one more name for his list of who would uh, your significant other would give you a hall pass, which celebrity you would be allowed to hook up with. Amanda Pete. Good one. I have one more. Yep. Rihanna. And yeah. I can't believe I was disappointed in myself for forgetting. Rihanna. <laughs> Move her up to top two. So what's your five in order? I forget. Okay. Carmen Electra, Rihanna. Yep. The Bell Tire, Bell Tire <laughs> that Lady. That was not you. Beth, oh, Betsy DeVos. <laughs> Eric Lindros. Eric Lindros. <laughs> oh, man, Eric Lindros. Rihanna. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Mid-80s Isaiah Thomas. How about Brett Lindros? So we asked a couple questions of you today earlier. Um, what's the sports fantasy or professional athlete life plan you held on to a little too long? For example, I was 14 before I realized I wasn't going to replace John Elway or be an NBA shooting guard or win Wimbledon. 14, huh? It a delusion. There, there should have been signs earlier that I was going to be delusional about a lot of things. Like it, like I did. I remember going to an eighth grade thing at Auto Middle School. It was like a high school planning thing where you had to plan out four years. It was a total waste of time. No eighth graders should be planning out four years. But I really didn't have a plan A or B. My plan at that age was still like professional athletics. I didn't really see the the need to worry about what anything else. I didn't have a plan B. But if you had a plan B, you'd wind up doing it, and I didn't want to do it. I was going to do one of the other things. Um, couple. do you remember why? I mean, because I remember why when I played intramurals, it was when I was trying out for Waverly senior year, and I saw Marcus Taylor. He was, yeah, just coming out of eighth grade, right? And you see a different kind of athlete, right? And there's just like, there's no way, yeah. And, and like our, our buddy James Edwards always tells the story uh, from the athletic. He, he when he wasn't playing AAU basketball, he's the same class as uh, Keith Appling. And he got off the court, and he was all happy. He scored like ten points in a game, and you know he's like fourteen years old, like young, young um, AAU. And his dad goes, "That's great, but if you want to play in the Big Ten, watch that guy. He just scored fifty. Appling <laughs> it just like that, and he started to realize that there's another level. For me, it was it happened a different like yeah basketball." I, I, you know, you start to know. I wasn't as confident. I wasn't, you know, it, I was pretty good in eighth grade, but that was about, I probably knew earlier than that. Football, I probably knew about eighth grade actually too. Tennis took me a little longer. Even though I was around country club kids, I kept thinking that I would maybe take that, that leap. And it was probably freshman year when you, you get to high school tennis and like, I, mean, I was a good player, but man, I'm playing like three singles and I'm losing half my matches. And it's like, if I can't, you know, you start to realize just the reality of it. There was a funny tweet yesterday that someone posted a picture of two football players doing the Oklahoma drill, where it's one-on-one where they just collide and try to get past each other. And it said, the caption was, this has turned more football players into basketball players, this drill right here. I that's, know that That's drill. true. It, I remember putting on pads for the first time. And Hated t- Tim drill. Salas hit me in the backyard when we were playing. And I go, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. No, and, oh, thanks. Bamani Jones used to have a funny segment on his old show, uh, and one of it was, "When did you know you? When did you? When did you know football wasn't for you? When did you quit football?" And there's some hilarious stories. One guy like took off his stuff, and he folded his jersey for his coach and left it on the. He got hit so hard in the game, he just took off his stuff, folded it on the bench, and went home. Like he was not gonna. It was, and I think everybody has that experience. I. 
Yeah, I had a couple, but that wasn't it. And and for me, I I, I it's actually not. I don't want to say a regret because I had a good time doing other things, but I think I would have played high school football if two things hadn't happened. One, I went to kindergarten at four, so I started kindergarten high school at thirteen. I was like five nine, one hundred thirty five pounds. Whereas if I had gone at five, and I would have been six one one sixty, different athletic experience. But the team I played with in seventh grade went out of business, the sponsor, and then I didn't play in eighth grade. I think not that I would have played in the NFL, but what I always would have been. No, I just always wished I'd played high school football. That's just something. I wish I had... Uh, Poor mother. We'd take her out to eat. All right, so seriously, why uh, did I start kindergarten so early? Can we talk about that for a minute? Well, no, the I mean, I don't... All the, They didn't have the heart to tell me not to. All the kids on the block were going. Yeah, that's tough as a parent, right? I mean, yeah, no, I, I'm glad I did. It's just, it, it, you learn later on, it may not... You might have to crush your four-year-old's dreams to allow him to be great at 13, 14. Oh, you should have just done what I did and just failed uh, fifth grade twice. Did you really? No. But that, but looking back on it, I mean, the way, you know, at 18, I started growing. Sure. Yeah. Hell, I was terrible in middle school anyway. I went to um, repeat it. Come on. You know, I, I was at a, a a party with a friend the other day who was exactly a year younger than me and did the same exact thing. His parents had him go early and he went to East Lansing High School and, you know, he was a really good soccer player and they have a great soccer program. But he was always struggling to make the varsity. He was small. He was undersized. And his kids, his his oldest son, who's you know could go to kindergarten, I think next year, they're going to wait a year. He is not going to have his son be the young kid in the classroom. And that's I think from the experience of just the physical confidence that comes with you know. I, and so there's something to that. And you know, I, well, and when we moved to my dad moved us down to Rochester, we were looking at high schools. And one of the high schools, they looked at my middle school grades and were like, he should probably repeat the eighth grade again. And, you know, my quick thinking, I go, oh, absolutely. I already know what's going to happen. I'm going to be older than the kids in eighth grade. I can make the basketball team no problem now. So I was all, my dad was the one that vetoed it. He goes, no, no, no. He's going ninth grade. He's going to high school. It is one thing I learned, and I don't have kids yet, but is if you're a parent, you can get anything you want. Like the, the mistakes that my parents made academically with me and other things, if you push for something, you get it. Your parent just just be invested. What, what you get, you want. What, what you want, you get. Period. You want them to move up. You want them to be in a certain class. You get it. Just be invested. Uh, so the question anyway was, what what's the sports fantasy or professional athlete life plan you held on a little too long? Um, <laughs> Dominic here with a little bit of a joke. Uh, I once thought I could return a punt more than two and a half yards. Signed B. Sowards. Mm. There's not a, nice. Not nice at all. That's not nice. Uh, Joe Martin says, professional golf. I still don't think I've let the dream go. Uh, Paul says, what's the age limit for bullpen catcher? Should I be giving up? There there are things like long snapper, bullpen catcher, things that you think, gosh, if I could just get in because somebody has the sweet gig. Like um, Eric, whose name uh, is this long, says, yesterday I had a 30-foot jump shot on the hoop behind our office, unguarded, most likely assisted by the wind, but for a split second, I thought maybe it would translate to the G League. Lorenzo for Heisman. I, I kind of thought late in the high school that if I dedicated a little time to practicing, I could have been an elite ping pong player. Of course, I had no formal training whatsoever, but I could beat my friends. So, hey, why not? And I, I, I thought I was really good at ping pong, too. Showed up in the dorms, the residence halls at Columbia College, and I was one of the best two white guys. But uh, there are Asians and Hispanics in that sport that will just... Hispanics are good at ping pong? 
Well, they were in our residence hall. Oh. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I made it to the semifinals, and then, and then later met some other. Yeah, I, how do I just, you remember this meaningless crap? I remember a lot of meaningless crap. Oh, my life, my whole. I memory. made it to the semifinals in college yep. at a ping pong tournament. Yes, in the residence halls at Columbia College. My buddy, my roommate Tom Snyder, made the other semifinal. We both thought we were gonna, we were destined for the final. We were all excited, and then uh, I got the Hispanic, he got the Asian, and we just got hammered. Just hammered. What do you mean? I mean? Oh damn! I got the Asian. I'm done. We, we yeah, and there were. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Are you that competitive in everything? Like, if you play Pretty a much. card game? Well, uh, yes, yes, yeah. I, I, like I play euchre with my wife and her mom and stepdad, and I'm kind of the jerk, and I don't lose very often, and I, and like, my wife gets upset. But it's actually her grandma's fault. Her grandma taught me to play euchre. Her grandma's no longer alive, but she was very sharp into her 90s, and her grandma was was ruthless. If you were sleeping on the deal or you weren't quick on it, no going. Her grandma was tough. And her grandma and I, when we were partnered, we never lost. We could, we just knew, you know, we didn't need table talk. Yeah. So, yes. Yes is your answer. I've learned how to tone it down a little bit. But, yeah, I used to make my sister cry playing, um, you know, putt-putt when we were kids, all that stuff. Every every single putt-putt outing ended with my sister in tears and me in trouble in the car. I mean, that was just the way it happened, you know. I mean. She'd want to redo something. She was younger than me, and she wasn't. She had a six on a hole, and I just started laughing. I mean, you know, your sister follows sports, right? Yes, she get her in here. My sister's an, an angel. I, yeah, she yeah. should come on the show. We talk about her favorite celebrity crush. Maybe sometime we'll do that. She has a real job, so yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lorenzo for Hyman. Oh, oh, sorry, I already did that. Uh, Sam Ensign says I haven't let go of picking a perfect bracket. It must have been. Uh, it must have happened. Uh, to someone sometime, right? That is, I mean, that would be pretty cool. To like, might want to let that go, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do. There's uh, a reason why Warren Buffett offers up like a million dollars for it. Apple Trucker 19. I was pretty sure I could be the next Dr. J. Then I peaked at 5'10 with a 20-inch vertical. But did you have the afro? Looking at him, he has the beard, if this picture's him, for real. Uh, Lord Howard. It took me until like 14 to realize I wasn't going to replace Derek Jeter as the most famous Yankee shortstop of all time. Funny thing about Jeter is he's, you know, obviously went to high school in Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo Central, and I worked in Kalamazoo obviously six and a half years, and he used to come back for his turn two foundation every year. It was kind of a pain in the ass to cover because they didn't want you asking questions that weren't related to it. You have to sneak in other credit. I, I hated it. Now hate there's a dude that did it right. Yes. We talked about in the first hour. The gift baskets. Yeah. Steph Curry. LeBron marrying their high school sweethearts. Jeter did it right. Yep. Gift baskets, Mariah Carey in her prime, all the girls in their prime, and then he retires, 40, marries another hot chick. Did well. And marries her. Wants to have a kid? Cool. That's how you do it. Derek Jeter should write a book. He never will. And Steve Finnemore, the only time he's ever gotten really mad at me, Derek Jeter has never given you anything in an interview. Ever. Right? He's boring. He's awful. So, Finnamore and I were talking via text, and I'm like, Jeter's just, he's just boring. And he, because he's a New York guy. Oh, my God. He lost it on me. How, what do you mean? How, Derek Jeter? I'm like, all right, sorry, coach. My bad, dude. Sorry. But he is boring. But a legend. Chris Davis wrote, and I was pretty realistic when it came to sports, but I'm pretty sure there's someone in Nashville waiting to sign me to a recording contract. He has a voice of an angel. The uh, no, I, but Jeter is boring, and I and I've learned to not care if you're if you're boring. Like I don't care how big you are; I just have, I have no interest in you. Yeah, but if you're going to be boring and you have that roster of women, 
Okay, cool. Everybody in Kalamazoo claims they were his little league coach. It's like it's. I mean, there are 144 people who claim to be that's Derek Peters. That's a good bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure. If, Who's going to check you on that? I mean, what question would you have? Right. What was his batting average? Yeah, I got a little bit of grief. At one point, I wrote a column in Kalamazoo that I thought uh, Greg Jennings was the bigger deal athlete in Kalamazoo. And the point of the column was not wrong. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm not wrong. <laughs> it was not wrong. It was not nationally he was the bigger deal. But he had, they had, just, he had been to two Pro Bowls, just won a Super Bowl with the Packers. He was on the talk show circuit. Like, he had become a household NFL name. Right, and he was always back in Kalamazoo. He built his parents a house in Kalamazoo. They he'd grown up there. He came back. He did Habitat for Humanity. He was just back in town all the time. He'd gone to school there. He 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 embraced Kalamazoo more as him. And so the point was to Kalamazoo, he is a bigger deal than Derek Jeter. Not who is the bigger celebrity. Graham Monarez over here. Way to get the clicks. This is even before they cared about clicks. I wrote this. I wrote this because I believe it. Can you imagine back then? Oh, we need the clicks. Greg Jennings, bigger celebrity than Derek Jeter. I, that, I, yeah, Send. I don't think I, that, yeah, that's not how I. <laughs> Come on, man. That's. Oh, I love that, though. I love it. See, I would read that. Gets the people going. All right, we put out another Twitter question about the Lions and Tigers, and nobody cares. Well, we got 450 votes. Celebrity crush. Come we'll, on. We'll get you on that uh, next. Couch on the Roof. The Toronto Raptors are a win away from the Eastern Conference Finals for the second time in four seasons. They crushed the Philadelphia 76ers 125-89 in Toronto. Raptors forward Pascal Siakam scores 25. Everyone kind of gets touches, and we play on the run, and, 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 and you know, um, everyone kind of gets, gets involved. You know, I think we, we did a pretty good job tonight just getting stops and, and running. Kawhi Leonard with 21, game six in Philly on Thursday. In Denver, the Nuggets walloped the Trailblazers 124-98 to take a 3-2 series lead. Nikola Jokic with 25 points, 19 rebounds. Game six on Thursday in Portland. NHL playoffs, the St. Louis Blues advance to the Western Conference Finals with a 2-1 double overtime win over the Dallas Stars. Patrick Maroon with the game winner. Mike Fires pitches the season's first no-hitter as the A's beat the Reds 2-0. Reigning AL Rookie of the Year Shohei Otani makes a season debut for the Angels after offseason Tommy John surgery. He goes 0-4 in a 5-2 win at Detroit. That's sports. Joel Stern, NBC News Radio. Politics. Business. Sports. This is the Spotlight Radio Network. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. You're connected to Business Wrap in a snap. Julie Mann here, the host of Work Matters, the show that ponders, does work matter? And if it does, why? For over 30 years, my background has afforded me the opportunity to be entrenched in business and people issues. One common thread behind many business challenges is that work does matter and that employees do matter. And both of these are very important to business culture and to business success. So on Work Matters, we focus on workplace issues and topics to help your business grow. Skills that do matter to businesses are confidence, people skills, communication, leadership, and helping employees with stress, worry, and anxiety. On our show, we're going to explore the program of Dale Carnegie, which those five components are key cornerstone elements to the program of Dale Carnegie. But what we're also going to learn about is how we bring Dale Carnegie into the work setting, 
it is not just a program that you can go to from a public setting. What we're finding is that Dale Carnegie as a program is doing a lot in the workplace setting, and it is something that is driving confidence and increasing the skills that we talked about in work, which is very important overall to businesses' growth, business success, and a very important matter of work mattering. So if you'd like to learn more about how Dale Carnegie operates in the work setting, please join me on Work Matters. And yes, this is Julie Mann. And yes, work does matter. For more in-depth business discussion on this topic and many more, go to businesswrap.biz. Also, download the free OneTouch Business Wrap app by searching Business Wrap on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And from our founder, Suzanne Heward, that's a wrap. This is where hick meets chick. You're listening to Couch in the Rue. I have very bad posture. All right, our original Twitter poll today was if the Lions and Tigers both became regular contenders and won championships. This is before I knew which way the show was really going to go. Um, if the Lions and Tigers both became regular contenders and won, won championships, once the novelty of the Lion, of a Lions title wore off, which team would eventually own the hearts and minds of Detroit sports fans? And thanks to David Jackson for the question, which we, we originally addressed, uh, addressed on Twitter questions on Tuesday. 52% Lions. It's not close. 26%. This is... Fantasy nonsense. Fourteen percent tigers by a hair. Eight percent hard to say and to picture. Where are you on this, Jason? I don't know. I'm still thinking about Tif- Tiffany Amber Thiessen in the '90s. No, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. The Lions, hands down. Super Bowl. I think it's bigger. I think there's more tiger, but tiger fans, as I mentioned yesterday, you see tiger stickers on on bumpers all over the place around here, right? But I think tiger fans are Lions fans as well. And I think the Super Bowl is bigger in the grand scheme of things. So I think the Lions Super Bowl would be bigger. Right. I, I think there's, like, if you look in Boston, for example, I think the, the World Series, because they hadn't done it for so long, bigger than the Patriots who keep doing it Super Bowl. I think the Red Sox are a bigger deal. Baseball town. Yeah, because they went through that drought. But now, is it? Is, and here's, I think the Patriots Here's the reverse of this. But the question is, so, so, so I mean, it is hard to picture, though. But if the Lions, say the Lions won the Super Bowl next year. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> and and then they won another one three years later. I'm in, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. seven or five years after that, they've won two Super Bowls, and they've been to four NFC championships, and they're just, you know, they're... they're I like it. They're, they're, in, they're in the discussion every year. And the Tigers, right, uh, also get back and, and, and win a couple World Series and are in the discussion every year. And so all of a sudden you've lost that that streak stuff. You know, I mean like I think in Boston the Red Sox are probably still a bigger deal. Maybe the Celtics are the biggest in Boston. I don't that's a good question. I, I don't have the pulse of that that has to be the Patriots. No, it's not. Yeah. I don't think it is. Yeah. I don't think it is. We should ask our fans who's what's the bigger deal in Boston. <laughs> see what they know. But I I I don't think it is. Um I just think the NFL's king and if you Not everywhere. Win. Not everywhere. Where is it not? I mean, like I like I said before, I would say I would say in New York, the Yankees bigger than the Jets or Giants. Oh sure, but if the Giants, well, when the Giants won the Super Bowl, 
And plus, you have two teams in New York. I'm just saying, like, before the streak, before, you know, uh, the Red Sox snap that, sure, I think they lifted the curse or whatever. I mean, I Chica- still think pay- the Patriots winning a Super Bowl is more important to Boston fans. Chicago Cubs? Well, Cubs-Bears are pretty close. People love the Bears. Yep. Um, and plus, you have two, again, you have two teams. Yes, although. Split. Yeah, not really split. Well, you know what I mean, but yes. you also have, yes. I mean, when the White Sox were good, they won a World Series in 2005. Right, right. No, it, it, no you, you're correct. There, are, I'm trying to think places where it's definitely uh, bigger. I think just in Detroit, I, either way, whoever won, I, it would be huge. It would be huge. It would be huge. Tigers, Lions, and obviously it's a step down. Pistons, Red Wings. It's a step down. Yes. It's in that order. I, you remember in 2004. I mean, it was celebrated. It was a big deal for sure. But if it were the other way, I mean, Tigers won a World Series. And they won that in 06, 2013. Man, people would be celebrating for days. The Lions Super Bowl. Oh. Just from a page view standpoint, the way it goes in this state, so people know, just in terms of intensity of readership, it is Lions won. It's not a given, though. The Lions are, are – people are apathetic late in the season. It's not like everything the Lions – you write about the Lions people consume, but it's Lions one, Michigan football two. I would argue Tigers three, Michigan State football four. Yes, I know people think it's a basketball school. It's not. Michigan State basketball five. Pistons, Red Wings, Michigan basketball. That's your order. Now you put Tigers ahead of Michigan State football. I did. In the Detroit market, sure. Around here, I don't know. Not here. No, if you were just to do Lansing area, it would go Michigan State football, Michigan State basketball, kind of 1 and 1A, and then it would go uh, Lions, Tigers. But does it depend on what the content is? You know, if you're just writing a story about spring game or it's, I mean, the Tigers right, I'm just saying, a little yeah, under 500. Yeah. Right, I'm saying you're, you're over the course of a season, not just, you know, over the course of a season, what you'll see. Page views. Intensity of interest. The Lions are king. We have one more break, right? Yeah. We better take it. Couch in the room. Are you unhappy with your home comfort in the heating season? Hi, I'm Peggy Doty. Call Doty Mechanical today to learn about carrier Wi-Fi thermostats, humidifiers, and air purifiers. Comfort and peace of mind are a phone call away. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 or visit us at dotymechanical.com for your free estimate. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. It's time for Did You Know, brought to you by the Greater Lansing Sports Authority. Did you know that with just the sports events coordinated by the GLSA, over 75,000 athletes are brought to Greater Lansing every year? Add to that family, friends, and hundreds of thousands of spectators, and you've got a significant impact on the local economy. That's millions of dollars over the last 10 years. Are you involved in a sports event that could be a fit for Greater Lansing? Find more information at lansingsports.org. And now you know. Michael Patrick Shields here. My pal Jim Baker runs Corporate Office Interiors, and when it's time to buy office furniture, make the smart choice. Save up to 80% or more off retail prices. This is Jim Baker, owner of Corporate Office Interiors, with offices in Lansing, Detroit, and servicing the entire state of Michigan. We are committed to providing you with exceptional results on your next office project. On time, on budget, every time. Contact us at corporateofficeinteriors.net and let us help you. You're listening to Couch in the Rube. 
a Spotlight production. This is Doug Warren with a Spotlight Sports Minute. So the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission has denied an appeal filed on behalf of Gary and Mary West, the owners of disqualified Kentucky Derby participant, Maximum Security. It is the first time a Derby winner has been disqualified for interference in the race's 145-year history. The only other Derby disqualification was in 1968, where first-place finisher Dancer's Image tested positive for a prohibited medication, and Kentucky racing officials ordered the purse money to be redistributed. A subsequent court challenge up held the steward's decision in that case as well. Now that the appeal has been denied by the Kentucky Racing Commission, Gary West says, quote, we'll file suit in whatever the appropriate court is. I don't know the answer to that, but the lawyers that I have retained will know what the appropriate venue is, unquote. This story is to be continued. I'm Doug Warren. The Spotlight Sports Minute, a production of the Spotlight Radio Network. For more, go to SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. The future of radio is here. You're listening to Couch in the Room. What are you on? A radio or the TV? SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. David Jackson writes in, Graham, I think the Red Wings are more popular than the Pistons. I won't even think that's close. Not even sure the Pistons are more popular than Wolverine basketball. And that's saying something. I, you know, here's where I disagree. And, and, and I'm not, I, I think basketball is more wide-reaching. Uh, I, I do think there is, and I think those two are pretty similar. And they're pretty split. Um, when, when either is bad, there's very little interest. When either is good, there's pretty widespread interest. But I, I think those two are pretty... Um, pretty similar and but what does it take to get interest like with michigan basketball if they're ranked hope top five hope man right but i mean with the pistons hope they don't have it but it's hope getting to the playoff no that's what i mean that's the problem hope is like i mean they're a ways away from getting there i'm just saying if you peak interest you know you take if you you take pistons 2004 and and we weren't tracking pages the same way but pistons 2004 red wings of that era it's Red Wings 2008, or just, yeah, Pistons and Red Wings in the late 2000s, I think it's pretty equal. And and probably, I think, Pistons a little more than the Red Wings. And speaking um, of the NBA, did you watch either one of those games? Of course, I get back into the gambling mode. I take both underdogs, both blowouts. Yeah, I was unhappy with Philly. And I, and I know Joel's sick. And I'm you Stop. know how I feel on germs. I'm getting pissed off with this. How do you get sick in the spring? Got to take care of your body. what's Ben Simmons' problem then? Is he sick he, too? He just can't shoot. And and those two may not be really compatible. I, I, it's, they may not be compatible. Their games, their styles. A and, big man on a, and a guy who needs to run downhill. I, I, that dude needs to learn how to shoot. And Trevor uh, Darnell from South Point Sportsbook sent me. He goes, Golden State line is goofy. Uh, Warriors minus six. He's going to try to get it at five, five and a half. I don't know what you think on that tonight. Whoa, whoa, so he thinks it sh- the Warriors is too many points? No, he says he likes the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Minus six. I, I can't get a hand. I can't. I don't know. Out the series, I, dude. Yeah, I don't. Tr- I don't trust the Warriors anymore. That's the thing I had for several years that I don't have, and the and the Rockets have impressed me, and so I, I don't. I don't trust that. You were at a point in the playoffs where it's hard to trust things, except that Milwaukee's really good, and I think they're going to end Boston's run tonight. And I the line's a little heavy. It's nine. I but I, I, what I about still Paul like Pierce. It. 
after Boston won Game One. But series I was with them. Yeah, that was a little the series little quick. is over though. I, I I thought Boston was going to have a good run. I'm so glad this is not working out. I lo- see. Here's the thing: for all the James Harden love, his stepsister Kyrie has been awful, and it's the same type of player: a ball dominating guard who doesn't make his teammates better. And actually. I, I, w- I would argue that Harden makes his teammates a little bit better. Wow, what a turn. What a turn on Harden. <laughs> Chris Davis. He's ruining the game. Chris Davis says, uh, I think the Lantic and Ignite are more popular than the Pistons. Wow. If we get to that point, that's great for the Ignite. That's great for the That Ignite. would bum me the hell out. But if you're a hockey guy, you feel that way. If you're a basketball guy, you feel the other way. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's a hockey guy. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, it, you got to get it from the other side to really have that argument. Fun show today. Yeah, man. Really enjoyed it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Couch in the Roof. It's time for Did You Know, brought to you by the Greater Lansing Sports Authority. Did you know that with just the sports events,